Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. We're doing an impromptu podcast um, as we're driving, and I've got my Uber chauffeur here next to me. His name is Franklin. Say hi, Franklin. Hi. Now, unfortunately, this isn't a live podcast. This is a this is like old school, going back to when we first started them, where we just recorded them and then we posted them afterwards. And then we discovered, yeah, maybe we should do this live and have interactive. Um, you know, guests and stuff like that. And we will get back to that. This is, like I said, this is just a, a one-off, a special. We are, um, you want to tell people where we're going or does it even matter? Uh, we are going on a, we're actually in a Tesla event right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, we are in a convoy of Teslas. Uh, we're just kind of driving all together. It's a nice day. It's 30 degrees outside, which is uh 90. It's going to be 90 something. For the for Fahrenheit for our American friends. Yes. I, I learned how to do the conversion, by the way. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. After all these years? Yeah. No, there's a trick. Yeah. It's 32 times 2. No, you add 30 and then you... Sorry, you multiply by 2 and then you add 30. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And it's generally. It's not... Yeah. Yeah. It's not exact. But anyway, sorry. Um, we're doing a Tesla drive and it's nice outside and we're all meeting up. Uh, we went at one supercharger. We're going to go to two different superchargers, and then we're going to end up uh, at a nice little quaint um, brewery. Not that we're drinking, but it's it, brewery. Just happen, it happens to be a brewery, but it's got a nice restaurant there. It's very scenic. So yeah, we're going on a nice little scenic drive. You can drink. I'm driving. Yeah, but I'm not a drinker. I'm not either. So. Yeah, yeah. So neither of us are going to be <laughs> drinking it. So anyway, we thought we'd do an impromptu uh, Tesla talk. Yeah. And I, we were, it's funny, we were talking uh, before we started recording and before we said, you know what, let, let's like, do an impromptu uh, podcast. And we were talking, what were we talking about? We were talking first about, it sounds stupid to rehash this, but nobody heard it before. So yeah, yeah. Happen. So yeah, we were basically having a discussion as if we're on a podcast. Because yeah. that's not like what we do, we talk Tesla. Yeah. And then we're like, hey, let's, let's, let's record it. Yeah. Um, uh- and the first thing we were talking about was, well, I don't know if it's the first thing, but the thing that I remember right away is, um, let's get into it right now, uh, was um, how Elon had said on that uh, Silicon Valley podcast, the, the latest one, uh, about how the two factories, the Berlin and the Giga, uh, Austin one, are bleeding money or losing money. And uh, he said that on a podcast. And, and in a context, if you listen to the whole podcast or you li- listen to that that particular segment he's talking about how like any company would have any corporation that builds a factory it costs billions of dollars to build and then when you first start off you're going to start off slow when you're you're ramping production for anything whether it's a car or or any kind of production for anything it's always obviously going to start out slow so you're going to be losing money because you're paying staff you've got this overhead and you've got this building that you paid billions of dollars for and you're not creating revenue at its peak well, he what it was intended for. So you're gonna lose money. So he said that, and the tabloids and the uh, news articles started coming out the next day about how he how Tesla's losing money from these two gigafactories and they're bleeding money. And then one of them, uh, I think Reuters, correct? Don't don't quote me on that. I may be wrong. One quote of them. Quote uh, No, because I don't know yeah. if it was Reuters or Wall Street Journal. Those are the two I read, but there, there was more too. Was saying that uh, they may go bank- bankrupt. Yeah. The <laughs> Part of that too is, and I think he said uh, the Gigafactory specifically, which is, I can see why they've lost a lot of money. That building is impressive. Well, so is the Berlin one too. Oh, well, I don't, the Berlin one is too. I mean, from me being there. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Um, it is an impressive building, but you got to remember they're not ramping up uh, to build cars as fast as they thought they would because of their their battery packs. So I think they're they're losing more money than he thought they would because they haven't ramped up as fast as they thought they would. And yeah, and yeah. Parts part shortage and so many. There's a lot of factors that go into it, and you're not wrong. Um, but I, I, we're if you look at the timeline of that though, it's really interesting because he did that podcast about a month, month and a half ago is when he actually recorded it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that wasn't done just uh, last week. Yeah. No. They they've had that done for a while so yeah everything you're getting exactly is, yep. is, is so cool. if you look he says they're bleeding money and they have to pay their employees blah 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 he then came out and said hey we're gonna fire 10 percent of our workforce so you gotta look from a media perspective it's like the guy came out and said hey we're bleeding money now we're firing 10 percent of our workforce are they in trouble are they in trouble oh yeah no i get that part it's just a twisting part i i, I don't agree with but i get it and i get it that they're they're a newspaper, so they have to pay the bills, and yeah. and and they have to you know anything you put in in online or in news that has the word Tesla in it is gonna get clicks or sell papers. I get it, right? It has to be sensationalized one way or the other, one way to the extreme or one way to the extreme oh, positive. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I get it. Now, and and I say that, and I'm very critical of of, of the media, which I always have been and always will be until they change their ways. But at the same time. You have to be fair about it and, and equal. And, and you need to be critical of, of Elon. Because, like I was saying, what other CEO of a large multi-billion or multi-million dollar corporation or, or even like a car company, can you see Ford or GM CEO coming out and saying that? It, it would definitely be happening, like I said, in any corporation, any company that builds a factory, at the beginning will lose money. But... How many of them are going to come out and actually say that? Because they know, well, they should know. If you're a CEO, you should know what you say in public that's going to make or get public or publicized is going to, you know, affect the company and affect the shareholders and stocks and stuff yeah. like that, right? So a lot of it, I, I'm not going to separate 50-50 or, or, or give you a, a breakdown, but let's just say a lot of it has to be held uh, at the feet of Elon for for being irresponsible in my opinion and, and coming out and saying that is it true yes and all, all the it's, tesla apologists will say well he's a, he's a different ceo you wouldn't catch the other ceos doing that because they're not truthful or they're hiding something and he's at least being honest i but, get that but it's not great but business no. and he has to i don't so i've seen two like the flip of both this like the two sides of the coin so to speak yeah um People are like, oh, people want him to, to shut up. And then other people are like, oh, you he's just, that's his type of CEO. He wouldn't be where he is if he wasn't like that. Um, I think as a CEO of a company like that, where you have to put the shareholder's best interest in mind always, uh, he should be a little bit more business, or like it's a bad business move. It is. Yes. And Same with saying you're laying off 10%. Yeah. It happens to corporations every day, but do they announce it? Or, and, or do they have to? Is it a fiduciary? Uh, I think they have to announce, but they don't go on Twitter and announce yeah, it. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, and, and the 10% that he's been laying off, he's been laying off people that are like, there, there's been a lot of people coming out saying like, hey, I work there, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how much of it's true, to be honest. You got to wonder. Yeah. That, that, that's a problem, but because I've been in it long enough to, to know that, you know, you get a lot of fake stuff, but 
it's like some of the people that have been laid off are truthful because of the positions that they are in, and they're like, you know, engineers or people on production lines and stuff like that, and uh, they need those people, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, they, they need them. And the head of diversity was <laughs> was uh, let go. No, uh, really? <laughs> I mean, at least their layoffs are diverse. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean that, that's a whole separate topic. That I don't even want to go down uh, uh, Tesla and their um, racism uh, and and stuff like that. Um, it, it's it's hard to. It gets really tricky with Tesla because you have a lot of people suing them for a lot of different things, or suing him because of how rich he is and powerful. You got to wonder if that is a is a driving factor. Correct, and it is. It's so the layoffs though. The layoffs are wrong. Um, so in the state of Nevada, they have to pay, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. The law says you have to pay for 60 days of the person you're laying off. I actually did read that article on Drive Tesla Canada, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, they're suing for wrongful dismissal. Wrongful dismissal. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether, like, you can have the employee sitting at home doing nothing, or you can have them working still for 60 days. You still got to pay them for 60 days. Or give them a lump sum. Yeah, you, yeah. you do. And it's labor laws, right? It's labor laws. And whether you agree with it or not, that's a state he's doing business in, so he should follow those laws. He, no, he should. He has to. Tesla has to, yeah? Well, the and, key word is should because they're not. Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. Um, and, and this is this is typical Elon coming out of, you know, just getting an impulsive idea. And, and I'm, I'm assuming this. We're, a lot of what we're doing, obviously, is assumption, and people are probably uh, listeners or, or watchers are, are watching this and listening. Come so, on, in. <laughs> we're driving as we're doing this, by the way. Uh, but people are listening and watching, and they're probably like banging the screen, saying, "No, you guys don't get it." Yeah, no, we we don't know the whole ins and outs. But I would assume that let's assume, give them benefit of that. The Tesla knew this, and they did it anyways. Uh, because I would hate to think that they didn't know this, and they're just listening to like Elon's impulsive decision and acting on it the next day, which I think a lot. Of, I don't know, back in the day, I, I guarantee you that happened a lot. <laughs> it did, yeah. yeah. Elon tweeted something. <coughs> Pardon me. And uh, then the next day, it would be like, yep, this is this is what's happening. Well, yeah. I can give you an example, the store closures. Mm. When he tweeted out that the stores were all closing, I have friends that were working at yes. the stores. Yes, And they're like, wait, what? I'm losing my job? Yeah. And that was quickly uh, reversed and turned around. Yeah. And we're seeing the same thing with these layoffs or, or these firings, right? They're... Started out ten percent, and now he's saying, "Oh, it's actually going to be closer to three, three point well, something percent." No, the reason why it's three percent, and I was thinking about this, <coughs> it's because of how much they're hiring on a day-to-day -day basis. So the hiring is offsetting the firing. Yeah, and they're also talking about. Sorry, I'm coughing here. Sorry, I need to drink some more tea. Um, they're talking about salaried employees. Yeah. As opposed to, uh, I guess, uh, hourly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that separates, and I'm sure there's a rhyme and reason, and and perfectly good explanation for why they're doing that but the whole the whole layoff thing with the the wage um one theory i heard pay attention i, I am uh <laughs> one theory i've been doing a good job yeah one, one theory that i've heard and the, and by the way the theory i was reading about was like from a very very pro community of tesla people yeah and they're saying that it might be in tesla's best interest to lay off people without giving them money because they're going to go to court, they're going to have a settlement and end up paying less in the long run than if they just paid out. <laughs> is it like a, a is that like a it's tactic? A, it's a it's a tactic, it's a theory. Oh, yeah. If, if you think about it, it makes sense. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it's it's sounds shitty to say, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know. Like I think any company should be able to shed five. Like if you shed the bottom five percent of a large company, those are generally your workers that aren't the most productive. Yeah. Well, what's your take on? I agree. I agree. But the thing is, is like you have production numbers or productivity numbers. And I don't know if you should be doing it all at once, all in one go. You should be doing it in, like, it should be over time. Like, you, you've been working here for X number of years. You're not up to par. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, you know, the numbers this quarter is gonna be, are going to be pretty bad. I don't know if people realize that. Oh, yeah. If people are bracing themselves for it yet. But, uh, and, and he's been saying, like, in, in that podcast, he said a few times, look at that. It's cool. Yeah. My, uh, my friends has one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Um, Take a picture of it so people can see. I can. I'll throw it in there. And if you're listening, I apologize. You don't. It's a three wheel, uh, not even a bicycle, a motorcycle, because you're lying down in it. The, this is good. The third wheel is at the back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's as good as a pixel is gonna get. Yeah. Oh, settle down. <laughs> um, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> sorry for the tangents. We're driving. Not like we. You don't get tangents on a regular. Yeah. Podcast. The. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. The we're talking about Elon Musk. Thanks, I knew that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the lawsuit, the uh, them saving money. We're talking about. Um. Yeah, no, there was something. We're gonna we're gonna have to cut this. Yeah, I cut I cut this part. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this is what happens when we get distracted. We are recording now. Uh, we have to actually stop it and everything. We were talking about. Uh, <laughs> The, the quarter being bad, the second quarter being terrible. So, yeah, it's going to be terrible. People people that don't see it, it's going to be terrible with just the numbers and the shortages and everything like that. Um, the one thing I'm going to ask you before we move on, and I know we're repeating ourselves. You guys don't see it, but we're repeating ourselves because we didn't know we weren't recording. Um, we're talking about working from home. Remember when Elon said a couple of days ago, I want to get your take on it. Um, what do you think about him forcing people to come back that were over COVID working from home and now aren't? And, or, or companies like Tesla saying, no, now you got to come back. Well, the factory workers definitely have to show up. Do, yeah, I okay. guess. I guess. Yeah. Can you imagine if... The people working in quality control sometimes don't seem like they're there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. <laughs> sometimes they might be working from home. Hey, zoom me in, zoom me in. It's a little bit blurry. Um, I think all, all jokes aside, <laughs> let me let me answer your question truthfully. Uh, the the quality issues are overblown for the most part. Um, They've gotten a lot better now. They, yeah. they are good. Yeah. Uh, that was a joke. Uh, don't take that out of context. But there are still some things that you shake your head at, like sometimes, what? yeah. The um, but the software side and engineers and programmers and that kind of stuff, those jobs can be one hundred percent done remotely, and. I think that Elon is limiting his talent pool because of his work from home policy. If I'm an engineer, I'm a programmer working in the Bay Area and Tesla's paying me basically what I'm gonna make at any other company, because it's pretty close, work from home is a massive incentive. And Tesla has productivity numbers. They can say, hey, this works or that, that that doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they could see it. Oh, they yeah. They can see it. Oh, yeah. These other companies are saying, hey, our productivity numbers are great. And there's been studies and stuff showing that productivity is fine for certain fields. And software is a great one. So why limit your talent pool when you want to have the best engineers in the world just because you're going to force 
every single person to go back into the office. Just because that's your work ethic. That's your work ethic. Yeah. And great to have that work ethic and sleep on the factory floor and everything. I get it. But you're right. There's surveys done. Like my, my buddy works for Rogers Telecommunication. It's one of the big um, um, uh, carriers here in Canada. Uh, and he works in the GTA. And he works in IT. GTA, for people that don't know, is Greater Toronto Area, yeah. not Grand Theft Auto? Not Grand Theft Auto, yes. Okay. <laughs> I always have to, yeah, you're right. I always have to put that disclaimer there. Yeah. And he, um, obviously, since COVID, one, one thing that COVID uh, is good for is uh, it, it shows that people can actually work from home, right? And um, Rogers is, is a type of penny-pinching company that, and it's a big corporation, that if they thought that, they couldn't, or they weren't getting the productivity out of their workers in the IT department. They, I guarantee you, trust me, they would have ordered them back when this uh, pandemic was over a long time ago. I'm not saying it, it is over, it's not over, that's a separate debate. But my point is, they did their own internal study and they realized their IT department, at least speaking for the IT department, that's where he works and that's what he told me. Uh, it was proven that they worked better, not even just as good, but they were more productive working mm -hmm. from home. Now I get it, that doesn't happen in every field. There's some, I guess, fields or probably some individuals that will milk it and will take advantage of it, right? Yep. You see that whether they're in the office or at home. Those are just those type of people, you can't do anything. Yep. All you can do is try to weed them out. Well, think about it from a productivity perspective. Your employee, your employee is not getting up, going through heavy traffic, especially out in California. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, like we get it here. Our traffic's equally as bad here, but we just had it half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. On a Saturday. Yeah, we we get Toronto has one of the worst traffic grids in North America, as oh, far yeah. as I know. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, you're getting up, you're going. If I have to drive downtown Toronto every day, I would show up to work angry. <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, I have a Tesla with autopilot. And still. I'd still be like, man, I just wasted, you know, 45 minutes in traffic. And with gas prices now worldwide. Like, gas oh prices. yeah, there's so many factors that make working at home. My wife, my wife, full disclosure, she works at home. And when she, and it was one of those things where when the pandemic first hit, she worked in an office and they were all sent home. And yeah, there was an adjustment period for probably the first month. It was a big adjustment for her and she hated it. She missed all her co-workers where her friends and everything and the socializing part of it. And yeah, and the kids were also kicked out of school at the same. So it was it was very hectic and, and, and hard at that time. But now, uh, over two years later, she's got an, uh, uh, she's actually got an advancement in her position uh, where it is an work from home. It, there is no office. Yeah. It, it was created out of the pandemic. And uh, but she but you know what? She can't go back. She wouldn't go, not that she wouldn't, if she had to, she had to, but she prefers working at home now. Well, there, there's a f couple of things to this. The people at Tesla were hired with the intention of working in the factory. Yes. So Elon is in every single right to say, hey, you guys have to come back to work in the factory. You have to come back to work at, at an office. Yeah. He has every right to do that. I just think he's limiting his talent pool. Uh, it's close-minded. Close-minded. Twitter, for example, which is really interesting because he's buying Twitter, uh, during the start of the pandemic said, hey, our productivity numbers are great. Everyone for the, hist for the rest of the history of our company can work from home. <laughs> what happens now? Um, Who knows, yeah. Google changed and said, hey, uh, like depending on your role at the company, a lot of you guys can work from home now. Uh, Amazon, work from home. Um, there's a lot of companies that are saying, hey, we see the benefits of certain employees. Again, quality control, men, uh, people on the 
factory, not so much. But people that are doing software definitely can pull it off. Oh yeah. Um, so there, there's some of these big corporations that that lease out this this office space. Think of the money they're saving in that alone. So like shared shared workspaces now. Yep. So I remember. So this is I know what Google did because I have friends that work there. Uh, they gave everyone two thousand dollar U.S. spending limit to upgrade their home office. That's good. Yeah. And they're going to give them that each year. I think it was. Yeah. Each year you get two thousand dollars U.S. to upgrade your home office above and beyond like all the computers and stuff they give you. Yeah. And the reason why they're doing that is they're still saving money by because they're not they don't have to power up a big building. Yeah. Exactly. And they're they're very like a very green company still, and uh, they're all like. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. My point being is, is I think Elon's really limiting himself by doing that. Yeah, well, he's not even limiting himself. He's limiting the company. And it's a big... How many, how many people do they employ now? 100,000. Well, 90,000 after the 10% is layoff. That much? 100,000. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was like 50,000 or something like that. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. If you know, put down in down in the comments below. And Franklin's going to do a quick... Uh, how many people does... Task employee. Okay. Note this does not apply to anyone actually building cars, battery packs, or installing solar. Must wrote an email, but almost 100,000 people were employed at Tesla at the end of 2021. Okay, so yeah, you're right. 100,000. Wow, I did not. Yeah. But so, you know, I mean, does, does, what you got to ask yourself, or what I would wonder is, does that affect like working from home or working in an office? Uh, does that affect their their software development? No. Like FSD? No. So FSD has uh, like two dozen people working on it. It's about twenty people. I want, and they're I guarantee you they're in the office probably, right? They don't need to be though. No, they don't need to be. That's the whole point, right? And if another company, so, <coughs> um, sorry, I got a job offer for Tesla at the end of twenty eighteen, beginning of twenty nineteen, and they refused work from home back then too. It's not like a new thing. And I said, like, hey, I'll take less money. Like, let's work out. No, you have to go in and work. And, and you weren't, like, flipping burgers. Uh, or, no, no, no. Or putting... It was for software development. Software, yeah. And there's, like, literally, there's no incentive for someone like me to say, hey, I'm going to... Well, I'd have to move countries, but that's a whole other... Uh, there's no incentive... At the time, I wasn't prepared to do that. But there's no incentive for me to do to take that job. Even if I had to go downtown Toronto, they had an office there. I wouldn't take that job because I can work from home and make equal pay. Yeah, it, it, does, it just doesn't make sense. So I think Tesla has to be very careful when they're when they're doing that and say, "Hey, who are we actually going to lose in this process?" You know? Yeah. A lot of Harleys, eh? Yeah. Um, we're also talking. So the quarter, we think the quarter is going to be uh, not great. <laughs> yeah. And I think they're going to offset the lack of sales, which is like production problems and things shutting down and blah, 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 with uh, different revenue streams. a different revenue stream. And the different revenue stream has to be enhanced autopilot. Yes, that's, that's a good point. And um, as of filming this, the enhanced autopilot is back and it's been back here in Canada and North, I guess, North America for two days. Two days. And... Um, a, a quick history on that, how that came about, once again, shockingly surprising, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, our friend Trevor Page, uh, who will be at this meetup today. We're about to meet in... Yeah, very soon. 15 minutes. <coughs> uh, he's Something asked, in my throat here. 
Yeah. Um, he, he asked on Twitter, uh, the, because first, the topic of Australia, I think it was, uh, getting EAP again, and they had a pricing. And then uh, I think Trevor had asked, oh, what about bringing it back here in North America? And Elon replied by saying, yeah. Like, very vague, one typical one-word answer from Elon said, yeah. But um, in record numbers, it came back. Like, that was, what, less than a week later? Yeah, and I think... I'm not saying it happened in this search circumstance, but I think, like, Elon has close to 100 million followers on Twitter. I feel like he could easily go on Twitter and be like, hey... What do I want to talk about today? What do I want to talk about today? What are we close to doing? Yeah. What, what will make it seem like we worked really fast? And and we're not going to make an announcement. We're just going to answer somebody's So it looks question. like we're very customer-oriented. Yeah. However, in this circumstance, I feel like it's different. I feel like he read that because he always replies to Trevor... Uh, he read that and he really thought about it. He's like, yeah, it's actually a good idea. Like, it's a great way to earn money. <laughs> Where it's, it's software. It's already kind of like we did the work once. So how hard will it be to enable? Exactly, yeah. And in terms of the value it brings, I think... So if I was buying a car today, let's say I was picking up a car today at 4 o'clock, let's say. Um, <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> yeah. I would buy... I would not buy FSD. I have FSD oh. right now. I've been using FSD. I think it is a complete waste of money. Let's say the guy that is picking up this car at 4 o'clock today is not buying FSD. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. The The reason why I say that is with our current hardware, the car will never be able to achieve true full self-driving. But and I'm not going to get into that. No, that's not good. I want to get into enhanced autopilot. So Before we go, sorry to cut you off, let's just let the viewers that, that may not be aware of this... Um, because I, I know you, where you're going with it. You're going to break down the numbers of what you paid compared to today. Yeah, to show um, it's a good deal. From what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong down in the comments below, I think the Ameri when it came back a couple days ago, the U.S. price for FSD is 6000 Maybe five, but I'm pretty sure I heard six. So 6000 In Canada here, it's 6400 Yep. So it's just a few hundred dollars more, which that's what makes me believe that it, the number, it may be five and not six. But let's just go with six. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong down in the comments below, and I know if, if I am wrong, you guys are right now screaming at your monitors. I think uh, there is a discrepancy in terms of how they did the conversions, because I remember uh, our buddy Anthony Tesla Milton on yeah. Twitter, he was saying that the Australian price, when you converted it, it's different than the Canadian price, and it's off by a lot. Yeah. So, and that's, there's no... It's software. Yeah. It's not a tangible, I mean, software is tangible, but you know, it's not a physical thing that you could say, oh, due to regulations in this country, it costs more because to manufacture, it, it, it's just software. Yeah. So I think, so I know from a Canadian perspective, and you'll get the general idea uh, from what I'm trying to say. Uh, so back when, when I got my car in 2018, um, you have to buy autopilot, and then you have to buy enhanced autopilot, and then you have to buy FSD. Uh, today, autopilot's included. So you have enhanced autopilot or FSD. Uh, how much was autopilot? Two thousand. Yeah, uh, when you had to first buy it, I'm pretty sure yeah, it was two thousand, uh, above and beyond the EAP price, which was sixty six. Sixty six hundred. Yeah. So yeah. you're spent. I spent uh, eighty six hundred to get EAP. To get EAP plus autopilot. Yeah, and if you got autopilot at a discount, which we did, uh, which I know a lot of. No, people, you mean full self driving. Sorry, sorry, full yeah. self driving at a discount. That for that narrow window, I think it was like three or four days, two days or something. Yeah, but forget forget FSD for a second. Mm -hmm. Just autopilot and enhanced autopilot. I spent eighty six hundred in twenty eighteen. When I got it in twenty eighteen, enhanced autopilot did not come with smart summon. 
It did not come with lane changing on the highway. Uh, it used to, when you're going through forks, it used to go steer towards the oh, middle. And it would hesitate sometimes. Yeah, be, yeah. Like all like neurotic. Uh, on the, uh, yeah, it wouldn't, uh, <laughs> you're on a highway, the highway turns. It wouldn't, it wouldn't adjust the speed. It wouldn't adjust, you have it set to like 100, it's doing 100 not a turn. It doesn't matter that it can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was like um, scared the crap out of my wife so a lot of times. The software has improved greatly. You're getting a really good, like, I, enhanced autopilot is, like I said, if I was buying a car right now, I'd buy an enhanced autopilot with, without even thinking twice about it. You would? Yes. See, I think navigate, navigation on autopilot is that good. See, and, and I had that opportunity this week uh, when getting my car, whether I should get EAP and putting it, sinking it into the loan or, because you can always buy it outright yeah. afterwards, right? And I, I said to myself, I, I stood back and I asked my wife to, and I involved her in the, in the decision-making because it's her car as much as it is mine. And I decided, we decided, you know what? When I had it before on my Model 3, it was one of those things where um, we went all the way from Toronto to Florida and I actually turned off Navigate on Autopilot for the auto lane change because it was just, it was just changing lanes weirdly and it wasn't doing it, in my opinion, like properly. So I turned it off. So back then, and that was like a year and a half ago, so you can tell me if... Uh, oh, it's it's good. It's gotten better? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it i like I speak, it is a great, great experience. Um, so maybe I should have then. And then, and then the other thing I was going to say is the only other difference that, or the benefit I would have seen was a smart summon. And which we is all know a party that, trick. It's a party trick. I use smart summon more than anyone I know. You said yours is currently broken. Mine's completely broken right now. I think it's it's the latest FSD build for my smart summon. Um, it says that the car cannot see to perform a smart summon. So um, cameras being blocked or something? Some, yeah, but the thing is, is my FSD runs perfectly fine. So it obviously isn't. It obviously can't see. It just can't yeah. see well enough to do smart summon, but it can see well enough to do a left turn. Um, maybe, maybe your car has PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why it's so bad on FSD. Like I've had a terrible experience. Yeah. Um, and you, and you've, ex and you've tested out quite a bit so i have the latest soft the latest build of fsd i've tested it in over a dozen different states by the way yeah. and i've had the same people say it's location based i don't think it is um i've tested it yes yeah, it's, it's okay so it's not moving over <laughs> perfect example of fsd <laughs> yeah it was supposed to make a right here and it didn't um Dax, maybe you shouldn't buy an enhanced autopilot uh, <laughs> <laughs> navigate sucks but you're about to experience some FSD here, so I got to pay a little bit more attention. But the not that I wasn't paying attention before, You've but been paying attention completely, fully this entire podcast. But <laughs> uh, I think in terms of value, I paid two thousand dollars more in 2018 for the hope that the software would get better. Where people are saving that money today for software that already exists, that's really good, in my opinion, that's polished. And that doesn't include the inflation portion from 2018 to 2022. I was going to say, as we were talking numbers there and we're saying how 8,600 now or back then, and now it's only 6,400 and, and the difference, what probably people at home were probably screaming at us about that we, they thought we forgot, but we haven't. Yeah. The car is vast, vastly different, priced differently than it was back then. Sure. 
You get, so when we got this car, we're early adopters. Or when I got this car, I was, I was an early adopter. So I paid more because I was an early adopter. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but that's because this one was the first correct. one, the rear wheel drive. But I also got range. more out of this vehicle because I got like the the home link installed, the unlimited lifetime, premium connectivity. Yeah, the extra speaker. Actually, that's like it's one hundred and sixty dollars a month uh, a year. It doesn't matter. So it's still yeah, something. Add it up. It's not even like. Yeah, it's, no, I agree. I, I, yeah. I see it as something. Yeah, uh, it the floor mats, the yeah. front hooks, the extra speaker, the lumbar support. Lumbar support. <laughs> yeah, like. But then you could also, and I know where you're going <laughs> with that. I, I totally agree. But if you want to nickel and dime or compare everything, you could say you could compare it now to to you know a lot of things that it doesn't come with the power trunk, the the weapon the bioweapon defense mode yeah, yeah for Stuff sure like, so you I'm could just, go all, all day i'm yeah. just saying that the price difference of the car i don't think offsets the price difference of the software the software software being two thousand dollars more back then versus today it should go up in value like fsd has where it's actually gone down in value that's and a, it's gotten better yeah that's very interesting that's very telling uh, for someone like you that has experienced this real really well to say that you wouldn't t tomorrow if you had to buy a new car. Whoa. Do you see? Yes. That was FSD. Because it knows I'm talking about it. Yeah. Right? And knows I'm about to criticize it. You, how you wouldn't buy it today if you had to do it again, but you'd buy EAP. I would buy EAP. Yeah. And the reason why is I think... Um, I wonder if Trevor bought it. After all this then done and he's the you, one that... You want to find... We should ask him we should. on video. Yeah. So we get his answer like right there and we'll put it in the podcast. I don't want to put him on the spot. No? Because I think I know his answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I think... Um, having the car change lanes on the highway is good. I know people are going to say, well, just give FSD a few years and it's going to get there. Uh, the difference is, is they've been at a local maximum. My screen lags. My in, my FSDs literally shut off multiple times. Uh, at night, it can't see. It's literally told me it, it's blinded because I was in a super dark area with no lights. And that's hardware limitation. It's right? hardware limitations. Yeah, I'm looking at yours right now on the screen, and, and I know people at home can't see it. But yeah, it look, looks, look, look, at my that looks, guy's going through. It looks like it's like ten frames a second. Correct. Your FPS is terrible. It, it, this is good, by the way. Ugh. Right now. By the end of our trip, uh, radar limitation. It, it, oh, you know what it sees? It sees this sea dew. We have we're we're behind a uh, a car pulling a sea dew, and it sees a sea dew as a car, and it barely sees the tow vehicle. Um, but, for for the record, by the way, the camera's mounted in front of us on my screen. Uh, we're not holding it or anything. I thought we should point that out as well. Oh yes, from the uh, very beginning. Yeah, yes. yeah, I am driving with FSD, and I don't want people to think. Show me your hands. Yes. Should have done at the beginning of the video. Yeah, I yeah, know. We, we, we've been very safe for the past. <laughs> Show me your hands as my wheel turns left. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, a cop thing. Show me your hands. Um, uh, so, yeah, no, it's... Uh, I think <laughs> I think you're getting really good value today. And I think if you're listening to this, I think you should really consider it because I think it's a good deal in case Tesla one day wakes up and says, hey, we're undercharging for this because I think they are. Or they, once again, wakes up one day and says, oh, no, we're pulling EAP. Once you have it, you have it. Once you have it, you have it. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. Now I'm torn whether I should have got it or not. I, th I think you should. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. What if, what if next what, week they say no? So let's talk about the pricing quickly. We're going to wrap this up because we're almost at the supercharger in four minutes. But w let me ask you, uh, what's your take on the pricing? Do you find it uh, interesting that it's exactly the halfway point of uh, FSD? 
Well, oh, and that's why it is six thousand in the states. Yeah, because in the states it's twelve thousand, so it's exactly so, cut in half. So currently, FSD, you're paying six thousand dollars for uh, streetlights and stop signs. Well, and no, no, driving by itself. They say this is coming later this year, according to the website. If, yeah, you, if you're if you're if you're not a hardcore Tesla fan, and all you're doing is ordering a car through the website, you're looking at that. You're saying I'm paying six thousand dollars for streetlights and stop signs. Yeah. Not, not this. Yeah. And then if you do go well, online, technically and you, you are. Yeah. And you do go online and you see this, you're like, okay, cool, I'm gonna buy it. What if they don't know that there's a safety score? I think feel like Tesla should be a little bit more clear as to that whole portion on the website. That's a separate argument for a separate day. In terms of, they should be clear with with the wording of full self driving too, or autopilot. Like, I mean, you know, what I mean, we could go on and have a separate podcast. Where am I turning here? Um, you are going to be turning. At the lights? At the light? Eastside Mario's, it says? I don't know. Do you see a supercharger? Do you see any other cars? I... No. Uh, it's got to be somewhere in there. We'll figure it out. All right. I think it's behind. So, me. anyway, this was our impromptu podcast uh, talking about some fun Tesla stuff. And yeah, it's the, the recent things in the news. And I, I, I apologize that we didn't do this live and we usually get interaction from One, people. Someone went advice. straight. Are we we're in the wrong... Oh, it's to the left. Is it? Okay, you're fine. Um, well, I apologize, but if you do have any comments or questions regarding the topics that we were talking about or, or anything else, leave a comment down below. Uh, we can still get in touch with you guys, and uh, the next episode we will do live. But uh, thanks for watching. Franklin, before you go, where can people find you as you confuse everyone driving behind us? <laughs> right here in my car. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are we going? Uh, I think the supercharger is up there somewhere, buddy. So I got to go right? Yeah, don't get T-boned. No. But that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at mfrunker. You can find me on YouTube on Mother Frunker. And I want to shout out my food one too. So go right here. Sure. Okay. What's your What's your food one? Uh, my food one is Mother Forker. M Mother Forker. Yeah, it, it's very good if you're into food and uh, uh, recipes and stuff like that. Yeah, he's very very entertaining. Check that out. All right. See you guys later. Talk to you later, folks. Thanks for watching. Take care. Bye bye. This is, I, I, I want to say it's... You want this? Hold on. There's a... Well, it's over by the Walmart. I is remember it? hearing it. Yeah, someone told me it's by the Walmart. Okay. All right. Okay, we're turning it off. That wasn't bad. That was good. Considering we did portions like three times over. Oh, fuck. I feel like I spoke better the second time around on the same Well, it, whatever it's rehearsed you do, right? It's automatic. So go right? Yeah, it's over by the Walmart. Okay.